Welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of military marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Brie Carroll, here with another Heart to Heart, and I am really excited for today's guest. Now, listen, if you have been following along with this new series on Hearts and Stripes podcast, you know we are highlighting voices, resources, and insights that will help strengthen our military marriages. And this guest today is truly a champion in doing this work. We have none other than my friend, Dr. Lindsay Cavanaugh. She is a psychologist, military marriage coach, fellow military spouse, and host of the Married to Military podcast. She is passionate about helping military spouses have the marriage they truly desire and feel good in every day. She worked as a military psychologist for over 14 years and had the privilege of working with hundreds of military couples. As a military marriage coach, she has perfected a technique to get military spouses fast results to improve or elevate their marriage without their partner being involved. She has been with her husband for 14 years through five duty stations, three overseas moves, and four deployments. She has two beautiful daughters and an upcoming PCS to Japan, which I know is super exciting. She was a Navy branch finalist and Naval Air Station Northern, excuse me, North Island Armed Forces Insurance 2022 Military Spouse of the Year. Uh, I am excited to have a fellow member of our MSOI program sharing here with me and really another partner in doing the work for strengthening military marriages. I absolutely love her podcast, love the resources and her being a resource to this community. And I know we are definitely in for a treat. So without further delay, here is my chat with Dr. Lindsay Cavanaugh. All right, everyone, I am so excited to bring to this heart to heart my friend, Dr. Lindsay Cavanaugh. Lindsay, say hello to everyone. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Bree. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, it is. It is truly a pleasure always to talk to you, a fellow champion in this work of strengthening military marriages and talking about ways that we can really improve our relationships. I am excited. I know a lot of you have maybe heard Dr. Kavanaugh um, last year for Military Marriage Day. She was one of our speakers. She talked about um, the str- the strain, strain I, if I can talk today, the strains that we have when it comes to deploy- those deployment seasons. And she gave us some amazing tips. But for those who are new, Lindsay, just take a few minutes introduce yourself and share your military marriage story. Yeah. 
All right. So I am, I guess, a little bit about me. I am a psychologist. I worked as a military psychologist for about a decade. And, um, you know, like many spouses, I would quit, start over, quit, start over every time we had to move. Got a little, I got a little newborn here that's making herself known. No worries. Um, We love it. (laughs) And And finally, I said, you know what, I I was noticing a lot of um, difficulties with the system. So I was booked out like every six weeks. Um, I was having people that really wanted to get in, but were struggling to kind of find times that worked with their schedules when their spouse was um, in town as well. And I was kind of frustrated with some of the issues that, that TRICARE would put in place. And so We were stationed in Portugal and I said, this is the time. And so I launched into my own military marriage coaching um, and it it kind of uh, it alleviated all of the challenges that I was having. I could see people wherever they were. I wouldn't have to, you know, when I had to move, we wouldn't have to end or when they had to move. Um, I can be flexible with time. And and so I've been doing that and really getting to continue to work with military marriages, which is my true passion as well. Um, My husband has been active duty for about 16 and a half years. We have been together for 14 of them. Um, So I don't know any other, I don't know him outside of this world, so to speak. We have done, um, we're uh, gearing up for our fifth deployment. Um, We are gearing up for our, I want to say fifth move as well our fifth pcs we um all of them for some reason end up being a conus so we have go overseas a lot and um we have a four-year-old i have a four-week-old and a cat that we i say she adopted us when we were stationed in hawaii (laughs) (laughs) i love that i absolutely love that and and i love that um you kind of have seen like different seasons of this mill marriage journey with your spouse he was already in um prior to you guys marrying so it, you you knew what you quote unquote <laughs> knew what you were signing up for I, as opposed to like uh people in relationships and then they the one of the members decides to to join later on so I really love that about your story and then I really also love the fact that you didn't let the limitations of the TRICARE system and your military life dictate how you served um, couples. And I love the fact that you opened up your own way um, to be a resource to those couples and continue to serve. So I am grateful to you, which is why I'm excited to dive into this conversation um, around what we're talking about for Military Marriage Day. I mean, we chatted a little bit and you guys heard on a previous episode that we're really highlighting the areas in Five and Thrive. And for those who are not familiar, go check out fiveandthrive.org. But during our virtual countdown, we'll be highlighting and talk about these critical areas that impact the military family. But for Military Marriage Day, we're focusing on how these areas impact our marriages, impact our relationships. And I couldn't think of any other person than to speak to this um, as it relates to um, not just spouse employment, but what does it look like for our spouses, for our community to find something that's special, that's their own, that they can be proud of? Because I believe, and we talk about here on this podcast, 
you have to show up for yourself before you can show up for your relationship. So Lindsay, kind of what are your thoughts on this particular highlight for within five and thrive spouse employment and um, just finding fulfillment for yourself? Yeah. So the number one thing that I hear from spouses or your top two, at least would be that, you know, I don't have anything that's mine. I don't feel that I'm a priority in my life and military really, you know, makes that difficult. They choose where we live. They choose when we move, they choose all of these different things, our schedules. And, and so you already have a lot of these difficulties put in place. Even me, you know, I had a PhD and was struggling in just entry level positions because I would have to move so often. And so I I hear this a lot from people who just, you know, aren't fulfilled, who don't feel like they are able to make their dreams happen, whatever they may be. And, and whether that's employment, whether that's just something that again, makes their heart sing. And I find that when when spouses are able to have that or figure that out, not only themselves, when they're doing something that they feel really good about, I feel like I'm contributing to the world. I feel like I'm contributing to myself. Um, But when they're also able to feel like their spouse can support them because we are supporting our spouses. And sometimes it feels like that's all I'm doing. That's my only job. But when we feel like we can have that mutual support, you know, again, we can feel like we are the priority in our own lives. I think everything starts to get easier and you start to become more of a team, like an equal team. And, And it's a really good foundation from which everything else can grow. I I completely agree with that. That's something that we saw in our uh, 2019 and 2020 uh, military marriage survey, a direct tie between personal fulfillment and um, how couples felt fulfilled in their relationship. And I think having something that is your own, that you feel um, excited about, and it, it just sparks something in you when you feel like you are contributing to something bigger. Um, it really does make a difference and has you show up differently, not just Mm -hmm. in the world, but also in your relationship. And I also love that you, um, highlight this topic because you do work, um, with just the, the spouses typically. Mm -hmm. And I love how your framework gives way to show how even working just with that individual spouse, you know, the partner does not have to be there to make Uh, these huge impactful differences that you've seen in your work. And I love how this ties into that. Yeah. Well, and if, because if you think about it, just like how everything out, you know, all of the hurdles, well, there's definitely the hurdle of one, you know, is my spouse even going to be home or around at the times that we can make an appointment? Um, Not only that, you also have all of the stigmas, right? My, my own spouse was like, I don't want to go to counseling because he was worried it would affect his orders. And it's a real thing. And so there's all of these different hurdles to just getting the couple in to get that just strength that they need. And so that's why I really perfected working with just the spouse, because the beautiful thing is you can create a lot of positive change in a relationship, even if you're working with just one. And I hear a lot, well, I don't want to do all the work. I, you know, I, I want my, but, but it, it really is, it's, it's like, 
you, it's like a circle and each of us are one half of that circle. And if one person sort of changes, the other one has no choice, but to also make some changes as well. So I find that it really changes the whole dynamic. I find that, you know, people can get a lot, a lot um, happier. And it's usually the, the spouses that are saying, I want things to be different. I'm ready for, and so why shouldn't we just work with you to start there and then kind of figure, figure out what else needs to change, um, as the spouse can kind of contribute as well. But to me, it it ends up just being easier and you're not waiting again for, for them to be around or for them to decide it's time. Yeah. And I love that because it puts the, the responsibility on, um, on the spouse, right? If you're saying that you want change, if you're saying that you want something different, you take 100% responsibility of that and you commit to doing the work on your end, which will benefit the overall relationship. Um, that 100%, uh, take 100% responsibility was from another guest who is in this season. So go back and listen to that episode with uh, Mansi. It was a great bit of advice. And I really think it ties in here with just us taking ownership for our piece (laughs) of that circle, right? To make an impact for our overall relationship. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I find that so often people are focused on, you know, what my spouse isn't doing or what I want them to do more of. And a lot of times it's if we need to be doing something for those things to be able to happen. And so sometimes it's just that's where the work comes in is you can have what you want. You can get that change from your spouse. It's just what do you need to do? And that's where you're talking about that 100 percent responsibility. How can I take control? Because I don't want to wait around for someone else to make me happy. I want to be happy now and I want to take ownership of that. That is one thing within my control. Absolutely. And I'd also um, love to hear your perspective on um, topics that you wish we could discuss in our military community. I mean, uh, spouse employment um, and, and finding personal fulfillment. I feel like that is a hot topic, right? That's what we always talk about. But what is maybe something that we may be missing or go flies under the radar when it yeah. comes to how we can strengthen our military marriages? You know, I just feel like having difficulties in general is not talked about enough. I feel like it's such a normal thing. No one has a perfect relationship. Everyone goes through challenges and no one's taught how to do relationships. Not one time did we sit down and have a class that says, here's how you have a healthy, you know, marriage. Here's how you have fight in a really good way. Like it just never happens. And so we're all sort of trying to figure it out as we go along. And of course there's going to be struggles. And now you throw in any of the military challenges at that. And yeah, it's, going to be hard. But I find that of all things, like people don't talk about it. And it's, it's, yeah. it's very um, secretive. And, and because of that, it's you sometimes feel like you're alone. I'm the only one that struggles with this. Um, and so really, I think just the difficulties of and I've been there, right, where, you know, yeah. I've had seasons where maybe I'm fighting more with my spouse, and I don't bring it up because I don't want people to judge us or I don't want, you know, yeah, so I get it. But I think that if we were to normalize this more, if we were to normalize like, hey, I'm really struggling right now because I don't feel like a priority 
in my life and in my marriage because of military. You know, if we were to talk about these things and just make them in the open, I feel like we wouldn't feel so alone and we can really start tackling how to change that and fix that versus just feeling like we're, we're wrong. If that yeah. Or, or feeling like we're just on an Island by ourselves and no one else has these issues, which is why I'm glad that you said that because that's really something that we are excited to help champion, um, in this space. And for those who know my background, I am an event planner. I, specialize in designing experiences. And that is why I love this platform of hearts and stripes, because I can bring in experts like uh, Dr. Kavanaugh to talk through um, resources and support, but really in designing an experience, when, when we put forth the work of creating military marriage day, the heart of it, I think one of the most important things that we do are those shared stories. It's highlighting other military couples who are willing to be transparent on camera because this will be the first year we're doing it live, right? But come on camera and share their stories to say, hey, this deployment season, I know you see the pretty welcome home videos and pictures and all of that. It was really hard. It sucked. We didn't like it. We fought when we came, when he got home or she got home. Like talk about the real things. Like And I think in hearing that, um, you can kind of take a little, you know, your shoulders kind of go back and like, oh, so I'm not doing this wrong. Like, so I'm not a complete failure in this way because you can hear someone else saying, I've gone through the hard things. Uh, This is not just, you know, special to you. It is a unique thing that we have to overcome in our relationship. And even my spouse and I, like when we talk to our couples that we confide in, it's always very interesting, especially those couples who are like a couple years ahead of us, like, oh, you went through that too. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, great. This is, this is good to know. And, and not that the challenges is exciting to, to you know, cause you don't no. want to, you don't want to bond over negative things, but it does help you realize like, you know what, I'm on the right path. There is something here that other people are working through. Maybe they figured it out. Maybe they've got a solution, something that worked for them. I'm not alone. And just knowing that you're not alone in this no marriage journey, I really think means a lot. Yeah. And not having to recreate the wheel, knowing that because you're not alone, other people have figured out ways and strategies to get through it easier and faster. And so really learning from each other and building from each other instead of like trying to be in the trenches by ourselves. Like it's just such a different experience. If I can or if I can help somebody avoid some of the traps that we fell into. Awesome. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And and speaking of that, not reinventing the wheel, I would love for you to just share uh, any resources that you recommend or that you offer that can support um, people looking to strengthen their military marriage. So the great thing is the military actually offers a lot of resources. And, and of course, I'm going to talk about the resources that I offer, but, but really what I tell people is there is something out there for everyone. And even if you just contact me and we figure out what that is, but there is counseling, you have chaplains that have, you know, weekends and, and workshops, and there is a ton of different resources for me personally, I offer, um, 
one-on-one support. I'll work with directly with the military spouse. We do have spouses that will join sometimes as well, but um, I can either do like a two-hour session or I have a monthly package. My goal is to get people results quickly. I, I really have short packages. I don't want you to take forever to have the results that you want. I want you to feel good in your marriage and I want you to feel good just in your life because I feel like military life is hard enough as it is. So um, I offer a free call that we can just get on and talk about what might be the best. Again, if it's not me, let's steer you in the direction that works. Um, I also just uh, released a ebook that's a deployment survival guide that is all about strengthening your Love marriage that. during a separation like a deployment. Um, and it again, it talks about everything that used to have the reintegration, like all of the struggles. How do you stay connected when your spouse is gone? How do you communicate when your spouse is gone? All those things. So um, and I also have a podcast I have um, called Married to Military. Oh, yeah. So we love it. A lot of different ways to get some information from me specifically. But again, I, that, that is the one thing that I feel like the military does well is have resources. It's just finding them, I think, is sometimes the challenge. Yes. And Lindsay, you just hit on my favorite issue. Part two of why we love Military Marriage Day, the resource uh, hub. That is one thing that we are building out as a part of Military Marriage Day. You can find uh, Dr. Cavanaugh's uh, resources, the, the free guide, and the link to her podcast in the show notes. But let me encourage you to go check out Military Marriage Marriage Days Resource Hub. That is going to be the one-stop shop for all things uh, military marriage support. So we will have podcasts, books, clinicians, um, the services that are in that are right there at your fingertips, at your installation. Um, we'll have a combination because I love how you said that, Lindsay. There truly is something for everyone, and the challenge truly is finding it. So that is an experience that we are excited to design and just put it really at your fingertips because when you are at a point of chaos or um, hurt, you don't want to have to find, you know, go through searching and looking and it feels more hopeless when you don't know where to go. So we're hoping that one, people can be proactive about utilizing these resources, but we also hope that it makes it easy to when you need to get support in these areas, it's very easy for you to find what may be a good fit for you. I mean, it's an amazing resource that quite frankly, has been needed for a very, very long time. So I really credit you all for filling that that hole and making it just so much easier. And hopefully this makes a really big difference in military marriages because of it. So use this tool, people use it. <laughs> yes, please, please use it. It is absolutely free. Uh, and again, we we do our best to, to seek out people in the community to, to vet and, and look at the resources that are in there. So these are um, clinicians and service providers who are either within our community or are trusted by our community. So if you need help, let me just emphasize that we need to start asking for help. And look, here's a here's an easy way to do it. You don't even have to ask. You just need to click on the link and yeah. check out the resource <laughs> hub. So there is that. And Lindsay, I am just over just 
overjoyed, grateful to have you on Hearts and Stripes podcast to share on this heart to heart. We're at my favorite part of the episode, which is our heart tracks. Uh, You can find a full list of our heart track playlists on Spotify. These are just little reminders of the discussions that we have right here on the podcast in song form. So while you're cleaning, while you're driving, you can listen to the playlist and be reminded of some of the things that Lindsay shared uh, (laughs) even in uh, this talk. So you are in the hot seat. What is our our heart track for this episode? So I chose Stuck Like Glue by Sugarland. And I picked this specifically because even just the season that we are in right now, we are gearing up for a PCS, a deployment. We have a newborn. There are a lot of challenges around us. And this song talks about how, you know, people sort of are doubting a relationship or is it? And and they're saying, no, we are stuck together. We are stuck like you. We are made for each other. We are perfect. And there have been a lot of times when all these challenges that we look, my husband and I look at each other and we're like, we're in this together. We it's hard, but we've got this. I have you, you have me. And so it just feels like a perfect um, fit for not only my family right now, but military marriages overall. We love it. So our heart track stuck like glue. Thank you so much, Dr. Kavanaugh for joining us and you guys be sure to follow. I think it's not subscribe anymore, right? follow Married to Military podcast. That's where you can continue to hear from Dr. Cavanaugh. You can hear the, the tips, the resources, the things that she has and continues to put out into the world. And stay tuned as we do our virtual countdown for Military Marriage Day. You'll hear from her again. And we are excited to celebrate year three of Military Marriage Day. So that's all for now. I'm super excited. Everybody's <laughs> getting pumped up. Yes. And, and, and it's really something that I'm, I'm glad that people are getting excited about in, in our community, focusing on our marriage. Sometimes is not fun, right? But yes. we hope that through Military Marriage Day, we can bring a certain lightness and a joy to it because as from my engineering background, what gets measured gets managed. So this is a time when you can kind of see where are you in your mill marriage and then utilize this opportunity, this celebration, this time when we share, share, share free resources to really strengthen your military marriage. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I'm so excited to be part of it. I'm so excited that this is a day that is now recognized officially. It's just a great thing. Um, and we need it. We need it, need it, need it. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Lindsay. That Thanks is so all. much for having me. I'm so we'll happy. See, we'll, we'll see you next time. And I can't wait to continue this conversation on strengthening military marriages. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.